0: Welcome to Control-Alt-Revolt, the podcast, weekend edition, episode 128. I'm Nick Cole, with a big cup of latte called the Keen Coffee Grasshopper.
1: It is good. I'm Single White Medusa. We're just enjoying our weekend, even more so, now that we get to talk to you guys. Are
0: you getting the sun in your eyes? Do you want to lower your shade there?
1: Okay. Oh, yeah. That's the stuff. <laughs> <laughs> much better
0: sometimes the medusa won't do things she'll just torture herself (laughs) uh, because she doesn't want to be a problem and so she'll she'll be like no this is totally comfortable i'm looking you (laughs) you look really (laughs) uncomfortable
1: exactly your discomfort is so
0: bad it's making me uncomfortable
1: (laughs) exactly we can
0: make this child's doll's bed in new york city work
1: we can make it work (laughs) that's my motto
0: spoiler we couldn't no we (laughs) couldn't Morgan Freeman voice, and they did not make it work.
1: (laughs) Hey, you got to try, right? Sure.
0: So they say. I'm too old to try now. I couldn't do it now.
1: As you military guys say, embrace the
0: suck. Embrace the suck.
1: (laughs) That's me. Yeah. 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 Well on your mind today?
0: (laughs) (laughs) I've had a busy day. If you're an insider, you just got the class that I did on Amazon book marketing. I know that not everybody here uh, wants to write a book or anything like that, but I always make sure that the insiders who subscribe to this podcast get my classes for free that I'm doing over on Gumroad. So we got another one in the can today on Amazon book marketing, and uh, it's just a nice little talk that I charge people the price of a cup of coffee for, which is the kind of easy... I, I knew people when I was an actor in Hollywood. Um, a lot of people would talk about how if you ran into Anthony Hopkins, he would give you an acting lesson. Mm. And the price of the acting lesson was a cup of coffee.
1: That's really nice. Yeah. I, I think we've heard he's a, he's a nice guy. Yeah, he's right? a really
0: nice guy. Yeah. Wow. So.
1: I like him. I mean, just as an actor in general, too. Yeah.
0: So I, I kind of... I'll probably charge a little more when I do this. I'm going to do another class on like how to actually write a book. And that's a little longer, so I'll I'll probably, you know, maybe that's a bag of coffee. Yeah.
1: (laughs) That sounds good. Well, I know, like, when we were eating lunch today, we were talking, we had kind of a talk about something, and you're like, this is important. We should talk about this today, and we were... uh, For the life of me, I
0: can't even remember. I was so charged up on, like... (laughs) Because I had a... Like, it's windy here and nice, so it's a really nice day, and then... One of my favorite things happened is everybody's inside on Saturday because they're worshiping the football god, mm-hmm. and then it's kind of too cold out and everything like that. So I had like the entire world to myself. Yeah. And so I was out there in the wind, listening to Journey and just like lifting weights and all that kind of stuff. And I was I was not gonna stop believing. So, <laughs> but then it was time to eat and I was I was so hungry. I just like that salad came and I was like, ah. So I may have said some things. I, I have no idea what I said, but apparently it made an impression.
1: <laughs> well, it was good stuff because it, it, it was timely, you know, with what's going on. It made sense. And you were just basically saying, I'm just following the guidelines is the new version of I was only following orders.
0: Yeah. No, I, I deeply believe that. But I do have this deep, dark fear that my political beliefs might just be low blood sugar. <laughs> No, I don't think so.
1: <laughs> but maybe you become extra verbose and, and like... Yeah,
0: I get ranty once I get some food. Ranty. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. But no, I, I, I really do believe um, that we are in an interesting moment here. And the moment is we're all kind of collectively supposed to feel that we've overcome the thing. I, I do believe you're going to see, like, the people who actually caused the whole damn thing. Ironically, begin to take a series of victory laps, uh, culminating most likely in a month from now, where Joe Biden declares, "I defeated coronavirus. Oh my gosh! Shake it, baby. Shake it, baby. Children, smelly. And and they'll have to come out the next day and says he defeated. He meant that he defeated COVID virus, and he did not admit to molesting children mm-hmm. in front of the entire nation. <laughs> you know, but he'll be out there. I defeated coronavirus. Shake it, baby." And, and basically, you know, every, it's amazing how Joe Biden says anything, and then they have to go around and tell you what he actually said. Yeah. And then sometimes it's so bad that he actually has to come out and attempt to say it again badly. And, it's, just, it's it, you know, we were listening to a Navy, oh, no, a Royal Marines commando from the U.K. Mm-hmm. And I think he said something that kind of stunned the both of us. And he said, most of the rest of the world believes that the united states has been what was the word he used it was
1: well first he said that you have an illegitimate yeah government. an
0: illegitimate government and,
1: and then he i think he also said um let's see that that your government has been not captured but something to that yeah. effect like it is and, it. and
0: these are things that we say to ourselves and, and and sometimes it gets lost in the political side rhetoric um but he, you know, he did go to, he did keep making the point. He's like, you have to understand that most of the rest of the world and the other governments see your country as having an illegitimate government.
1: And I was like, and thank was like, God you guys see it too, because we sure do. Yeah,
0: and sometimes you, it, sometimes you don't see it until you do look in the mirror. Sometimes you have to just take off all your clothes and you got to stand in front of the mirror and look and see what you see. Mm-hmm. And, and spoiler, you're going to see some things you don't like, but you know what you're going to hit the next time you go to work on your body or your attitude or your hair or whatever you're going to see the things that need to be fixed and so take it for however you want but that is something to know that the other people around the world see what what we're experiencing here yeah the government's illegitimate and so but, so right now i mean the irony of ironies is they are now they they absolutely caused this we listen to Is she she a research biologist today, Nas? And I mean, this is a chicken. But
1: she's also a practicing doctor. Yeah, she's she's been involved
0: in some really heavy duty stuff. Going back to the anthrax outbreaks in the 70s in Africa, which she said, hey, this is a bioweapon. And the world said, oh, no, no, no one would be testing anthrax in Africa (laughs) and Gulf And so she's, and, and she just lost her medical license. Because they don't like the things that she's saying. And the truth of the matter is, the people who did this to us are now going to take a victory lap and declare that they... And we're going to have to be like, "Ah, okay. You know, because freedom is kind of being dangled in front of us. And maybe even, you know, like some sort of grim satisfaction that we were right. But, like, I don't know. I don't know. Um, I think that I think that they have some plans, and I think you know definitely as 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 the NAS lady said, she said this was all done because they want to implement some. She wasn't willing to go to genocide, but I I was like, well, why not? Why why is everybody always so willing to give evil a break? And like maybe it's not evil, but you know, good is right is never cut the slightest bit of break. You know, you know if someone if someone even vaguely mentions something you know in trying to do something right it's torn apart and then like compared to something racist or evil or rotten but you know the fact that like we had a conversation yesterday with a lady whose daughter is vaccine injured it was a very graphic conversation um the people that work for her are vaccine injured these are all they're all vaccine injured Yet, you would not hear about... the On the news, they'd go, oh, what? Oh, no. No, those things have never happened. Mm-hmm. There was an article when I brought up my browser to do some writing the other day. And it was, uh, um, COVID in COVID vaccination injuries might just be due to placebo effect. Yeah, right. You know? And so, it's like, it, 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 all, all of these things are real. People really are being injured. People really are being hurt. And then, even the people who know it, like, they want to say it's genocide. They want to say it's depopulation, but it's so insane that they can't bring themselves to say it. And I think I think, I think, think people are going to say it. I think what's going to happen next is something an, unanticipated. And I think what the people that are in control and caused the whole thing are hoping is like, let's back this off for now. Let's collapse. Let's move away from the pandemic. We've got another one ready to go when we need it to go. That's for sure. Um let's move now to collapsing the economy and starting World War 3. And hopefully within World War 3 we will get some hey probably a maga right-wing terrorist attack guys blew up the congress. Yeah. You know. Well, and if we can't uh, we, get a real one. We, we'll yeah, make we it happen. yeah, we better we better we better go after all the maga patriots in the name of freedom World War 3. You don't want to be Pooty Putin, you know.
1: <laughs> exactly. I feel like, um, I mean, we we weren't alive during this time, so I can't say exactly who was saying what when, but I feel like there was something similar going on with the Holocaust. Like, it took a while to get everyone yeah, to not admit everyone. how yeah. bad it was and what was going on and to talk about it. I know, specifically, I know the New York Times took a long time to admit it.
0: <laughs> yeah, they covered it up. Yeah. So I, I think what they're saying is the game plan is like, okay, we've gotten far enough with this. Obviously, there was huge pushback. Obviously, we're ready to start World War III again. We can always come back to this because, again, I stand on this point. COVID was an unqualified, and the vaccinations were an unqualified success. The damage to Western civilization, to liberty, and to basically the ability of humans to breed that happened to be white Anglo-Saxon Protestant kind of people and all that kind of stuff. You know, but I don't always buy that. There are people talking about, like, you can look at the racial damage. it, It seems to be swinging towards caucasians but i don't know i think i think i think they they would have gone after the black community i think would have i think it was an equal equal opportunity destroyer i think black people were just inherently more mistrustful of this wisely Mm -hmm. Um, but i do think that you know with the karens they were able to really get a lot of white people to be sort of shamed into it a lot of beta boys and everything like that so There is now this sort of inherent level of damage going on Uh, that's probably diminished our ability to reproduce effectively as a nation while China is now engaging in a three child policy. So give that about 20 years to to boot and and we're screwed. I mean, we are hold below the waterline for sure. So what they're saying now is, okay, let's move to economic control, which involves the passport again. So we know that we're going to have some sort of vaccine injury which involves the collapse of the economy. So we know the supply chain problems are going to persist. Um, And then rounding up the dissidents, which is going to be because of World War III. You know, these people are going to be counter... Because no one's motivated for World War III. There is no patriotism right now for World War III. But if you look at the Ukraine situation, and now there are two carrier... Not carrier battle groups, but two fleets, one forming in the Med and one forming off Norway to, uh, the, the scary thing is both Russia and NATO will be playing war games in the Mediterranean next week. That's like, that's code for like, they're going to try to get, see how close they can get to shooting at each other. Wow. So like, I mean, it's now, I would, I would say it's now moved to that hot. All the naval ships freaked out yesterday and left port. Um, DC is empty and has been empty for months. I posted that on Facebook and people are like, what evidence? I'm like, go look it up yourself. But it has been a known fact that D.C. has been very empty for months now. Go to the HUD building, look at the videos and everything like that. It has been empty. And people are like, oh, they're staying home because of COVID. Really, are they? Um, Or has the Capitol moved to Colorado or has it moved to Atlanta? There are rumors of both. Um, And if all of that's bullshit, why is there a defensive wall around the White House? Speaking of, I'm not even paying attention to this sort of rally today. But maybe that's gone crazy. Who knows? So now they can't get me because I don't even know what's going on. Last time I knew what's going on and they're like, he's an insurrectionist. <laughs> and podium books. Don't publish his books, Podium. He's naughty. <laughs> so, um... So what I think we're moving to now is the, the super genius plan of Klaus Schwab. Um to now install globalism unfortunately i don't think that they realize how pissed off people are that's that's there's always a big mistake in the bubble the bubble because it derides and you know like any of you have worked in any kind of position you know there's the line positions you know the rank and file and then there's there's the officers the superiors the betters the bean counters they're all on the inside track (laughs) they went golfing in arizona together you know all that kind of stuff and you're not you're not in that crowd and the problem with being in that crowd is you kind of these are the people that like don't know the difference between a flathead and a phillips um they don't know how to change their oil they don't they don't even know that their oil needs to be changed they just wait they don't even know how to check the wear and tear on their tires like it's it's people who don't understand you know common sense because everything is done for them because their big brain needs to be saved for running the world and unfortunately I think they're underestimating the rage of the common people the level of injury and damage and I do think that that has brought me to the conclusion um, because there was there was just a doctor who was basically um, Ventilating children and putting them on remdesivir and other other medical professionals question that and they're like Why are you doing this even when they're dying and her response was I'm only following CDC guidelines Okay, well doesn't that sound familiar? Well, what it what it sounds like to me is what Germans used to say after Nazi Germany after the Nuremberg trials was oh, I didn't know where the trains were going I didn't know what that smell was out in the woods. I was only following orders mark my words If this flips hard, and I mean hard, and I think the only way that it flips hard is their attempt to install martial law. Unless, unless I am wildly overestimating our ability to have a fair election. And if we have a fair election, that's another way that it happens. But I don't know that we're going to have a fair election. But I do think that we are going to get down to some sort of court of inquiry. And those articles have already been filed for Nuremberg 2.0 and Nicole likes to say this guy's name. I mean Medusa. The Medusa likes to say this doctor's name. Reiner Fümich. Reiner <laughs> Fumich has uh I think filed it's maybe crimes against humanity war crimes yeah. with the Hague and it names Fauci and it names the other guy and it names the Gates and it names this defense secretary or this uh okay. health secretary and these are legitimate cases. These are not like hey we're mad. I mean like They have built a pretty significant body of evidence. Now, is the world court compromised? I would just tell you offhandedly yes, but I don't know. But I do think people are going to want answers. I do think that they're, even Fauci is a useful idiot. And I think that certain people will be thrown to the wolves. A good understanding of the French Revolution would benefit those in power right now, To understand that things can get wildly out of control once we go down this path. Um, And by out of control, I mean for them, primarily. We'll be fine. But I do think when people find out that they were willfully injured and hurt, yep, they're going to go after the master planners. For sure, for sure. But that's actually not where my contempt was. And that was something you asked me.
1: Yeah, I mean... Because I think my greatest amount of contempt is for the master planners because they're the most evil and they're making these decrees that the other people are following. You are more pissed off at the people following their orders. I
0: I hate the the order followers. I I have so much contempt for people that either did it out of tribalism. "Uh Aha, I can keep you out of here. Oh, yeah. Or people that implemented and didn't question and... You know, people are trying to say, oh, it's not the medical establishment. It's the people who run the hospitals. Well, if you're a doctor in there and you're ventilating people and putting them on remdesivir and they're dying and you're only following orders, then I have a hard time finding, you know, I've been told doctors are super smart. Mm -hmm. And I have a hard time that you, you can't play one of these things is not like the other. And that when you ventilate and remdesivir 10 people and and, and a a larger proportion of those die, and then you just go on doing that, those are the people that when these trials get rolling in full and they will not be satisfied because the ones, the the super implementers, they're going to get out of it. I'm just going to tell you right now, they're totally going to get out of it. Now, there'll be some top people that'll be fed to the wolves, and those are the people who you're actually thinking of are the top implementers, but they're not they're They're really just working for, and they're they're gonna you know you probably will see those people either probably not hung but maybe incarcerated for life or you know the limo will fail on the way to such and such and the mob will rip open the door and then rip the guy to shreds and everybody will have this big cathartic moment of like and that guy will basically be fed to the mob but that that won't be enough either. What'll happen is they'll get down to the hospital administrators, and they'll get down to the doctors, and they'll get down to the nurses, and they'll get down to the CEOs at company. And the more the more upset and angry people get about this, the more it will spread like wildfires. And a wildfire. And you will see those people say, "But I was only following the CDC guidelines." And I and I guarantee them to you that that will become. The same as I was only following orders. And so I would say to everybody in every position right now, whether you're law enforcement or medicine or whatever, you have to understand you're going to be held accountable for following guidelines. Guidelines do not absolve you of evil. Guidelines do not absolve you of right and wrong. You will be held to account. I don't say that as a threat. I say it as a promise. And so. It's like I say it as your your banking investment advisor, like literally if you're doing this, you're putting money in the bank of your own damnation. Do not invest in this scheme. Turn around. Repent. Do right. There are lots of people said, nope, I'm not going down this. I'm out in people. I'm doing right. But I'm I'm not going to I'm not going to take away people's rights and health and lives for a globalist conspiracy that that really will feed you to the wolves it's just it's failing. You can see that it's failing right now. Now, there's one defense. There's one thing that like, hey, cuz you have you always have to plan for how you're wrong and how the enemy's right. But how can you be wrong with a good cup of coffee? Mm-hmm. Um so how 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 do the globalists get out of this? If it's all falling apart and the jig is up with COVID, how do the globalists dodge Nuremberg 2.0? Well, they kill us all. That's the only way that I can think of to get out of this. And I think they can kill us all in a number of ways. Uh, A worse virus. Um, Some of the darker things that have been said about the vaccine that are possible. Uh, Crazy town stuff. But must be considered in this day and age. Uh, The martial law, the lockdowns. I'd say this to you right now. With Russia doing what Russia's doing and with what we're doing, what we're doing, Um, you're as close to World War III, which means thermonuclear combat, as you've ever been in your life. And a limited to broad exchange of nuclear weapons makes this sort of mass death genocide thing go by the wayside. We'll have a lot bigger problems. So if you're the globalists and you realize uh, a large portion of your apparatus and foot soldiers and everybody's about to get swept up, in the sort of of out-of-control, vindictive rage of humanity at being poisoned and genocided, well then, why wouldn't you push for World War III? It's really a great bullet dodger. And so what do we see this afternoon? Uh, We see battle groups forming up in the North Atlantic and the Mediterranean. Um, We see Blinken and Biden doing their half ass best not to do a good job, to actually—they're literally actually feeding equipment to the Ukraine and daring Russia to go in there. Wow. So, I got a plan for my own how I'm wrong about this, but the only way that they avoid what I feel is a legitimate and righteous—like when I talk to people—and I, I guess maybe I'll talk a little bit about something to kind of wrap it up about about the vaccine and how people felt. But but first I'll just say that rage that's coming is going to be legitimate and it's going to be scary. And so I think that they know that. I, I think that they're not dumb. Now, how do I think they know that? Someone sent me a paper from the uh, Event 201 thing, and basically they knew everything five years after of what was going to happen. It's verbatim right there. All, all the stuff, mistrust in government, Uh, COVID conspiracies, all these kinds of things. Like, it kind of nails it, except the plan came up a little short. We got out of it faster. It's interesting that they call their COVID the St. Paul's virus. Really? Yeah, it's very interesting. Well, for Christians, let's go into who St. Paul is. Well, St. Paul was the greatest evangelist of the the Christian faith. So I think what they look at the pandemic as is the greatest uh, evangelist of the globalist face. And the truth is, again, I'll tell you right on. it was a great plan. I, I'm not going to tell you it didn't work. It one hundred percent worked. It totally installed globalism. Now the patch has to work. And this is the this is the really great moment for all of us where we have a chance to take it back. And I think part of that is the first step that you realize um, that you do have an illegitimate government. You do realize that right now is the best chance you have of taking this government back tomorrow, the day after tomorrow, six months from now, the election, is not going to happen right now is the moment that everybody needs to get loud and make noise and say that this cannot happen again. And that involves a whole lot of things, but let's just leave that there. Let's talk for a moment about COVID rage. So there's this family that I know, and uh they have two kids and the daughter took the vaccine and she got sick and she said she's still not she passed out at school all that kind of stuff and they have this little son he plays soccer and everything like that and they've known that he to play sports he has to they took him out of school but soccer is his big thing and i think he's pretty good at it and 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 it's everything to them they're actually an iranian family and so they knew that a decision moment was coming where he would have to be vaccinated to uh continue to participate and i mean like we were talking to them yesterday and they I have to be careful how i say everything um but for months they were living under this dark cloud they were not they were they were falling apart It was, it was really bad. Um, they've made some other plans and choices and, and they feel that, that, uh, they have a new way to navigate that, you know, might involve a different way of life for their son. You know, maybe, maybe it's not playing soccer, you know, or whatever. But even then, like at the end of the day, I think the thing that spoke to me and, and broke my heart or maybe un made me understand what people, cause it's easier for the Medusa and I to kind of go through this. Cause like we're assholes. We're not doing anything. Anybody tells us, you know, we're going all the way. If you okay. If we can't outfight you and you get us and you put us in the death camp, we're still not getting the shot. You're going to have to strap us both down. You're as I've said, you're going to have to kill us, but we don't, we don't have a kid, you know, we don't have jobs. You know, I make my living doing this and writing and things like that. And, you know, we can get by on very little, but that's not the case for most people. Most people have to participate in society. And that was the brilliance of the vaccine and COVID and, and the globalists is that they put people in a, a decision point that was too hard to overcome. And then they, they Sophie's Choice them into it. And I saw Sophie's Choice literally yesterday. It was It was pretty brutal. And it was the mom, to the point of tears, saying, "Um, if they will just let me take the vaccine for him, I will. Now, she's scared to death of it, and she feels that it's going to hurt her. But because she loved her son so much, she was willing to take what some have rightly and legitimately called the poison death shot. That spoke to me right there. That told me, I'll never understand moms, but that's what moms will do, and you should be glad if you had a mom that was even vaguely remotely like that. And then it spoke to me about how terrible this situation is and what the globalists have done to this country to force people into these these Sophie's Choice decisions where they... They would do anything to give up their life for their kid, not not to be destroyed like this. And there's the globalists, and there's the people in the New York Times and CNN and Potato Woman Stetler like braying about how you're bad and you need to be thrown out of society. And, you know, like that's that's bubble think. You, you you don't understand what, and that's that's ultimately what's going to lead to that rage I'm talking about, which is probably a good thing, wouldn't you say? Yeah. They means. don't understand that you put people you put a gun to people's heads and you said choose between life or death not just for yourself but for your kid because these are people that murder their children. Not what that Iranian mom was willing to do which was murder herself for her kid.
1: Yeah, which is more uh, the more natural way I think that it should be not that you know but you know what I mean parents should want to sacrifice for their kids like the globalists are freaks yeah,
0: yeah. and that's the bubble think that will make them like that's the thing that they don't understand and what they don't understand is the other side of this when the people are free and they're breathing and they've they feel like they've gotten an escape and then the war crimes trials come out And the information gets thrown out and the people get fed to the wolves and they start going around to businesses that lock them out and doctors that refuse to treat them. And they know where CEOs who implemented this and profited off of this and they know where politicians are showing up that said you have to get it or you can't participate. The thing that the globalists underestimate is the uncontrollable fire of rage that is coming. And I could be wrong. Maybe they're not underestimating it. Maybe they have that doomsday solution. And that's the podcast.